0: Love, talk Radio. Hey, wrestling fans! Welcome to another episode of 360 Wrestling Fanatic for December 8, 2015. It is Tuesday, and it's been quite a while since I've done an episode of 360 Wrestling Fanatic. But I am back. And hopefully, we'll be doing more episodes now. And to start off today's episode, I want to congratulate the new Chakara Grand Champion, Kimberly. And now, I am going to recap last night's episode of WWE. Monday Night Raw, which aired
1: live
0: on USA from North Charleston, South Carolina. We see video recap highlighting the formation of the League of Nations during the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match where Roman Reigns had to defeat Seamus in 5 minutes and 15 seconds, become the new World Heavyweight Champion for the second time. The League of Nations is the World Heavyweight Champion, Sheamus, King Barrett, Lucif, and Alberto Del Rio. And then we see the League of Nations standing in the ring, and the stage, as always, for the go home show of TLC is decorated with table, chairs, and chairs. And they have theme music now for the League of Nations. And Seamus says, How about that? And then the crowd booze a little bit. And as always, a You Look Stupid chant breaks out directed towards Seamus. Sheamus says he can't express how happy he is. Sheamus asks how he could be stupid and be standing here with the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Sheamus was trying to figure out all day what he would say about defending his WWE World Heavyweight Championship at WWE T O C this Sunday against Roman Reigns. The truth is, it was a waste of time. All anyone needs to know about him. And Reigns is right here. And he points at his new shirt that says, Seamus 515. That, oh, it it took for him to be Reigns. Sheamus says that has to be a world record. Seamus says that WWE has entered into the international era because they are the League of Nations, four premier athletes from four of the greatest countries in the world, Bulgaria, Lucif, Mexico, Alberto Del Rio, England, King Wade Barrett. And Ireland, Seamus. The crowd starts chanting USA. And Seamus says they tried to find someone from America, but no one could lace their boots. It's 2015, and America just doesn't cut it anymore. Seamus says they're dominant personified. Last Monday on Raw, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and the Usos got destroyed. Seamus says there are not four men on the face of the planet that can match them. The reason is because they're the best of the best of the best of the best. And then the lights go out and they are interrupted by the Wyatt family as the logo flashes on the screen. And then when the lights come back on, the Wyatt family is in the ring and they have a bit of a stare down. Wyatt says, pardon the interruption, gentlemen, but I don't think we've been properly introduced. My name is Bray Wyatt. And there are, and these are my brothers. Wyatt says he doesn't care about the other nations. This is his world. And he is just allowing Seamus to breathe in it, to talk about their dominance. But they didn't come out here to talk. Wyatt says they're out here for the chaos. And then Team 3D makes their entrance along with Tommy Dreamer. Then Bully Ray says they'll see the Wyatt chaos and raise them to the extreme. And then Devon says that isn't a catchphrase. Then Wyatt cuts them off and calls him a fool. Wyatt says they're out tamed And outgunned, Wyatt warns them to not get in his way. And then Ron says, Wyatt is wrong about that. When you're extreme, you don't lie. You multiply. And then we see Michigan's own Rhino make his way out to the stage and joins with Team 3D and Tommy Dreamer, they make their way to the ring with a chair, but then Roman Reigns's music hits, and he comes out with Dean Ambrose and the Usos. And we take a commercial break, and next up is a fatal four-way elimination tag team match. With the League of Nations versus the Wyatt family versus Team 3D, Tommy Dreamer and Rhino taking on Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and the Usos. I thought this was a very good match. I enjoyed this match. And it was quite a long match as well, had two different commercials. During this match, the Wyatt family is eliminated first and then team ECW, I guess they're being called. And then Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and the Usos are able to pick up the win in this match. Charlotte is being backstage with her father, the nature boy Rick Player. They will be guests on Ms. TV later tonight and then go to another break and then we come back and Renee Young is backstage with the world heavyweight champion Sheamus and she asks if tonight's result could indicate what will happen at TLC on Sunday. Sheamus quotes Vince McMahon's theme song and says that as close as Reigns will come to the title. Seamus says he'll destroy Reigns on Sunday. He may just do it in less than 5 minutes, 15 seconds. Renee asks if he's learned a lesson from this today. Seamus says the only lesson is the one that he'll teach Reigns later tonight. He'll do it in the arena in front of the entire world. Stardust is seen backstage wearing 3D glasses. Stardust made some Star Wars references before talking about Jack Swagger. Then he turns around, and once again, we see Titus O'Neil, and they have another back-and-forth thing. And he tells Stardust that he doesn't have a life. And Dolph Ziggler makes his way to the ring. And then after the commercial break, you will be facing the Intercontinental Champion, Kevin Owens. Tyler Breeze makes his way to the ring along with Summer Ray, when we come back. And though be watching the match and during the break we see a commercial for the 2015 Flaming Award coming up in two weeks and they are presented by Coca-Cola this year and we're back from the break and it is time for Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens not a bad match there's a commercial in this one, and Kevin Owens gets the win and then Queen Ambrose makes his way to the ring with some popcorn and soda probably coke now since they're sponsoring tribute to the troops and gets on the apron and then in the ring and then Owens talks some trash to him and then Ambrose throws the popcorn and then the soda into his face We see Bray Wyatt backstage with the rest of the Wyatt family. And Wyatt says, it's come down to four. They need to decide their fate. Braun Strowman says, he has has a dream that he'll become Tommy Dreamer's nightmare. Strowman says he'll squeeze him until he breathes his last breath. So, in essence, He's going to defeat him in the middle of the ring tonight. Wyatt tells Stroman, to show Dreamer why he's extreme. Team Bad are making their way to the ring and they will be in action against Alicia Fox and Brie Bella after the break. And then when we come back, though, Neville just getting ready backstage, and then the Miz walks in and once again offers him his card, and then some guy, Donnie, that's on some new USA show, comes in and says he will not have the Miz on his show right away, but he does want to have Neville on. Now we see a pre-taped interview with Team Bad. And they cut a promo doing the Unity thing that they started last week. And I thought it was very good. I am a fan of Team Bad. Been enjoying Sasha Banks and Naomi very much lately. And Sasha Banks and Naomi with Tamina in a corner are in tag team action, taking on Bree Bella, and Alicia Fox representing Team Bella. And Banks and Naomi get the win for Team Bad. And then we hear the New Days theme music as they come to the ring wearing their new unicorn horns. And they go face-to-face with Team Bad. Then they give all three of them unicorn horns and then they put them on, and then they all dance into the ring, and Xavier Woods is playing with his trombone. Like I said, I think Team Bad has been great lately, especially Sasha Banks and Naomi and The New Day, and then those two factions together I think were pretty good. And then we come back from the commercial break, the Usos are on commentary for the next match. B.E. says the New Day are not selfish. They're the most generous superstars in WWE. And Xavier Woods says they just gave a generous donation to the League of Nations. They also sent Kim and Kanye, Kanye or somebody. Hundreds of names for free. Kofi Kingston doesn't think title shots should be given out all willy-nilly. Woods is disgusted that they have to defend their WWE tag team championships in a triple threat ladder match at TLC against the Usos and the Lucha Dragons. They're not firemen or painters. They don't rescue kittens from trees. And then they do a skit where Kingston is on the back of Big E and then Xavier Woodbacks, like he saves them, like he's a kitten. And then they claim that they will ascend a ladder of success and retain their titles because the New Day Rock. The Lucha Dragons make their way to the ring next for the match. Big E and Kofi Kingston, that is, wrestling in this match for the New Day, and the Lucha Dragons get the win, defeating the tag team champions after Sin Cara rolls up Kofi Kingston for the win. And the New Day tends towards in the ring, who is crying, And then the Usos walk off with the trombone and with the unicorn horn. And then we see replays of Reigns pinning Sheamus earlier in the night in that match. And Renee Young is backstage with Roman Reigns. And she asks about Sheamus, saying he'll teach him a lesson. Reigns says if Sheamus is going to teach him about being a champion and a man He'll pass. Reigns will teach him what it feels like to have his skin blistered by a chair shot or putting him through a table. He'll also teach him what it feels like to be a former champion. Reigns says, for tonight. If Seamus wants to teach him a lesson, we'll see who goes to school. Then we see replays of Charlotte faking an injury last week to beat Becky Lynch in the match they had and they ask if she's becoming like her father the dirtiest player in the game and now it is time for Ms. TV and the guests are the WWE Divas champion Charlotte and the nature boy Eric player. and then first the Miz says that page isn't there Later on in the show, she is, and then Slayer tries to get Charlotte to leave, and then Paige slaps him, and then Slayer just says, get her, and then Charlotte attacks Paige until Paige leaves the ring. Now, I'm not too sure about this one, because now Paige is supposed to be the heel, but Lately the last couple weeks, it looks like that Charlotte could be making a heel turn. So I'm really not sure. And then once again, we see JBL with his flashcards talking about how if you order TLC this Sunday on your pay-per-view provider, it will cost you $54.95 54.95, when you could be watching it on the WWE Network for only $9.99. The difference of $40. And next, we have a rematch from last week: Ryback taking on Rusev, with Lana in his corner, and we see a pre-taped interview with Rusev and Lana. And this match ends in a double countout. And Lana, the strike right back, and Lucas is able to attack him and get the accolade locked on. And then they both walk off. Lucas and Lana.
1: Roman Rings
0: and Seamus will meet in the ring later tonight. And next up, Titus O'Neil is on commentary for the next match. It is Jack Swagger taking on Stardust. And during the match, Del Rio makes his way to the ring. And then he watches the match. And then Swagger gets the submission victory with the Patriot Patriot Lock. And Del Rio cracks Jack Swagger in the back with the chair after hitting Stardust for just for good measure. Del Rio goes outside but Swagger pops up with the chair in his hand to keep him back. And then Del Rio falls over said Coulter's scooter. And Swagger looks at Coulter and approaches him. Swagger grabs him and shouts at him for giving up on America and then Coulter just drives his scooter off. And we see another Rose Bush segment, which, once again, was not very good. And Del Rio is backstage with Zeb Coulter, and he says no one laughs at him, but they did because of Coulter and his scooter. Coulter should have gotten out of his way That's why Coulter will stay away from him because he doesn't need him. Coulter tells him to stop being such a hothead. Del Rio says he doesn't need him. Coulter says Del Rio wouldn't be the WWE United States champion without him. Del Rio grabs a chair and says he'll use it on him like he'll do on Jack Swagger if he keeps money in his mouth. Coulter drives off as Del Rio throws the chair at him. And then we find out this Thursday that Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens will have a contract signing for their match at TLC. Tommy Dreamer along with Team 3D and Rhino in his corner takes on Braun Strowman with the Wyatt family in his corner. Strowman gets the win with his chokehold and then Seamus is seen walking backstage. He'll be out to the ring to teach Roman Reigns a lesson next. And then Roman Reigns is the first in the ring, actually. And then Seamus comes out a little bit after. And then Reigns wants Seamus in the ring. But then Seamus wants Roman to get the table, the ladder, and the chair fall out of the ring and then finally he gets in there and the two start brawling and then they brawl through the crowd onto the stage and then down the ramp side and to the announce table and then Reigns goes for a spear but side sidesteps him and then Reigns goes flying over to the announce table but then Reigns quickly gets back up and then Spears Seamus through a table that was propped up against the ring and the show goes off the air. So that was last night's WWE Monday Night Raw the go-home show for this Sunday's TLC pay-per-view and I usually try Not to be too negative about things, but I didn't think this was a very good episode of Raw. And like I said during the recap, I did enjoy the opening Fatal Four-Way match. And this TV segment was actually pretty good. But other than that, the show wasn't very good at all, I didn't think. But maybe the pay-per-view will be good. Let's hope so. Anyway, this Sunday night on the WWE Network, Roman Reigns and Sheamus TLC matched in the main event for the World Heavyweight Championship. And now to talk a little bit of news. Like they, they showed quite a few commercials for it last night on Raw, SmackDown moving to USA in January. And today, WWE is taping the tribute to the troops for this year and SmackDown. And in other news that it's being reported that there is a good chance Rey Mysterio will be appearing at the Lucha Underground tapings this weekend. And it is also, there's also a good chance that he could be signing with the promotion. And Brock Lesnar is being advertised for the February 8th Raw broadcast in Seattle, Washington. And to go back to the tribute to the troops real quick, Howie Mandel is set to appear the new Owen Hart DVD has been released today and Cody Rhodes Stardust mentioned on his private Twitter account that he was examined for fractures at a hospital in St. Charleston, South Carolina following his match against Jack Swagger on Monday Night Raw. That was last night's Raw and some news too. That's all I got today for this episode of 360 Wrestling Fanatic episode 138. I hope to have more episodes of 360 Wrestling Fanatic. Now, and in case you missed it last Thursday, there was an episode of 360 TVT where I went back and recapped WCW Starrcade 1995 featuring the World Cup of Wrestling, the World Championship Wrestling versus New Japan Pro Wrestling You can find the link to that podcast on the 360 Wrestling Podcast Facebook page. And before I go, remember you can like 360 Wrestling Podcast on Facebook and follow the show on Twitter at 360 Wrestling Pod on Instagram, 360 Wrestling Podcast. You can also like the Podcast that is all about the collective league of adrenaline, strength, and honor, Clash Wrestling 360 on Facebook. And if you have any questions, comments, or if you want to suggest a past show that you want me to go back and recap our 360 TBT, you can email at lb360wrestlingfanatic.com and I'll answer any questions or talk about any comments right here on the podcast or any suggestions for TBT. I might go back and recap the show you suggest. So that is all for today. 360 Wrestling Fanatic. And stay more stay tuned for more episodes of Clash Wrestling Three Sixty January 30th, 2016, feed of the Day 9. And until the next episode of 360 Wrestling Fanatic, I am Lance, and I am a wrestling fanatic.